Hey yo, it's a talk show host, Kana Lassiter. Join me for an episode of Relations, the most lit, lit hour of adult conversation. Hold up, hold up, you know you can't forget about me. It's 51 Spade, Alpha Male G-O-D, one half of Relations. You want to hear the truth? Can you, can you, can you handle the truth? It's where it's at, baby. It's where it's at, baby. What's good? And welcome to an all-new episode of Relations. My name is Kana Lassiter. Say it with me now. Alpha male, G-O-D, 51 spade, a.k.a. the ninja you love to hate. I'm in the building. You know how we do it, guys. We got two exciting topics coming your way every single Friday night at 8. And tonight is no different. We have two more exciting topics for you. Why do folks hang on to people they don't want to be in a relationship with? And when is it when you reach your I don't want to hear that shit level? And when is it constructive versus deconstructive? Let's get into it. Let's talk about why people might hold on to people they don't want to be in a relationship with. Um, I think I don't know anything about that as a woman. Um, usually when you come to a point where you don't want to be with anybody, you automatically start looking for the replacement. So, and you know that that's not the person you want to be with. So there usually isn't any type of tie other than, because I've heard you say this before, that you see women, you meet a lot of women that like to be liked, that want to be liked. So we end our relationships as, oh, you know, we ended on good terms. We're friends. So you might talk every now and then. But as far as having some type of relationship or friendship, I don't think women are really more guilty of that than men of holding on to people they don't specifically want to be with because I think with men they find that different people serve different purpose and I don't think that that purpose ever changes no matter how blessed the person becomes for some reason unless you scratch a lotto ticket for a hundred million dollars and even then I don't see a guy that has been kicking it with his roundaway girl for 10 years I don't see him like well I want a hundred million dollars so I'm not gonna talk to Keisha no more I think that relationship still stands she might see him less but I don't think he'll he'll cut the cord but I think a woman can Meet a lot of phenomenal women, I guess. Every time I turn around, you like, I don't know people like this. It's an even yoke. Like, women do the same shit as men. Like, this 2021. Like, how many times y'all gonna play the victim on this shit? Like, well, men, I don't think anybody's playing men, victim. That's first men, of all. Men do this. Yes, you did. You just said, like, well, I don't know any. Uh, That's not I, playing I, I victim. Think, I think more. Yes, it is playing victim. It's, it's playing victim to the narrative that men are the only people that do it. How is that not playing victim? That's victim blaming. Like, men mainly do that. But I don't know any women that don't do this shit. You know women that do this bullshit, man. Like, every, like if you go into your Rolodex and your friends, because there's no way on earth that you going to tell me your set of friends ain't holding on to somebody they ain't supposed to be holding on to. That's complete bullshit. But even with that being said, it's an even yoke. Like at the end of the day, um, especially now in 2021, since a lot of women feel like they are men, because they definitely not <laughs> acting like they feminine. They use men for, if it's not sex, it's for convenience, flying them out to places. It's a situation that 
you know, I ain't fucking this guy, but I got him for flight travel. Or I got him for paying my rent. Or I got him. It's the same shit. Sounds a little even to you. But I do think that that girl is clear about that. I think that girl is very clear that that's my sugar daddy and he flies me out and he buys me shoes. I don't think the guy that's holding mm. on to Keisha from around the way is clearly saying, oh, that's just Keisha from around the way. I don't think that. I think that he has a certain bond and kinship with her that is just transcending time. And she understands that there are going to be girls that come and go. She, You understand that she understands that. So that doesn't diminish the kinship. That makes it stronger. I think that we're talking about two very different things here when we're talking about women who pursue men for certain purposes and men who hold on to women for certain purposes. We're not talking about nothing different. Y'all want me to debunk this shit like week in and week out. Like, I just can't do this shit. You want to watch me do it? Check me out. (laughs) It's amazing to me, like, when you talk, you talk from the perspective of, like, two different sets of people. And I'm going to show you how you talk from two different sets of people. There are plenty of women out here who know who they sugar daddy is and who fly them out places and who do this and who do that for mm-hmm. them and who pay their rent and stuff like right. that. It's plenty of it's plenty of women that know that type of shit. You try to tackle it from the angle of like, well, I feel like men don't really do that. No, I got to explain this shit again. Bums. And this is why I said victims. See, victims use that shit like, well, I'm in this situation and for some strange reason, he ain't telling me like what it is and he ain't doing what it is and he ain't saying what it is. I got to feel sorry for your friends that play victim because they don't know how to make smart choices. It's crazy to me like how hoes can sit there and do shit like pick up sugar daddy and find a person to take care of them and shit like that. But victims always be like, well, I didn't even know I was in this situation and he just wasn't up front with me. It's not that. It's just a simple fact. You hear what you want to hear. Playing victim, like I said. I disagree. And, and, and I will also say this. Can I finish? Go ahead. <laughs> I just disagree. I, I'm, I expect you to disagree. But I just want you to know the, the difference between I'm not I'm not disengaging in what you're saying or disagreeing with what you're saying. But what I'm saying to you is like you always speak from the standpoint like women are the only people who be in a situation. Like there's men in situations too. And it's because What's happening in those scenarios is they, they, they're getting taken advantage of. When a guy is is put in the pursuit of, of a woman where I just watched this podcast not too long ago and this woman's like, well, I got um I got friends that are plutonic and all this type of shit. And she was like, I haven't fucked them yet. It's and, that. and the guy on the show said, because they want to fuck you. They haven't figured out a way to fuck you. And this is why they start to do all these extra things for this shit. This bitch is on screen and with a plain face like she don't know this is happening. You know what he said? Text one of your friends, your guy friends that's so plutonic and just tell them that you're horny. And if they're such good friends, wait for the response and you'll see what it, and you'll see what's happening. They're not hanging around. I'm not saying every guy, but she was trying to play it like, well, they do this because they want to. No. They do this before opportunity and chances and stuff like that. That's the difference, you know, with men. And those are lower tier men, too, because a higher tier man wouldn't do that. Right. But I want you to keep in mind the topic is why do people hold on to people they don't intend to be in relationships with? I will say this. There are women out there that pursue men to fulfill a purpose. But again, I'm going to say this. 
Is those that situations. Let me finish. Those situations, one, are very clear. And if you ask the, if you probably wouldn't even ask the woman if she would be in a real relationship with the guy. You 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 wouldn't even dare. You know why? Because she's 21 and the guy that's flying her out and paying her bills is fucking 65, 70 years old. The person that the man, the woman that the man is holding on to, that ain't um, a cougar. That's a chick that he dated before that he hasn't left alone. That's why they're too different. Yeah, you could meet a sugar daddy at work or the strip club or whatever and develop a situation where, yeah, he's fulfilling some type of purpose. It's usually not like that on the other end. You didn't just meet her. You've known her. That's why it's why do you hold on to people you know you don't want to be in a relationship with? That's where the where, where I'm really going with it. I understand well, what you're I, saying. I can't debunk I was, what your whole theory is. I was, asking, I was answering your question, and I totally get that. But that's the reason why I was explaining that, because I was like, it always sets a scenario. So I was actually just giving you an answer. And the other side of that is there's women that do that, too, because there's always guys. It's like me and my guy friends, there's certain women that they probably can't run into because women have a certain hold over that guy. Like when they going back into town and they be like, you know, your old flame here and he be with his lady. Well, the reason he don't want to see her is because it's like she holds a certain hold over him and she knows that. You know what I'm saying? So it's still the same. It's still the same scenario what you're talking about. It's the person that you stay either, you know, it was your ex-girlfriend or y'all used to have this entanglement or relationship or situationship or whatever, whatever the case may be, and she just never lets you go. And I think vice versa for guys, you can have that same type of situation or uh, entanglement or anything with a woman. Now, I will say this. With a lot of guys, and that's the reason, the reason why I said that when women start choosing guys like that and they fit and they fall in those situations and they become like victims so uh quote unquote speak like at the end of the day at the end of the day it's like you choose the guy that's not for you that actually has a bad hold on you let's take for instance like cas casino even though it's a movie ross berg is giving her rostine rostine is giving her all this shit house baby all kind of shit. Who she want to be with? This fucking junkie, pimped out motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Nobody for their right mind can figure out. But she love him. And he won't let go. You know what I'm saying? Now, a lot of shit that he said made sense. Did he come Did, did he come wish you, um, uh, did he give you anything for um your wedding? Did he wish you off good? No. But that's the thing about it. But she's not a victim of that shit. You understand what I'm saying? She chose that relationship she wanted to be with it and she just didn't want to let it go it's not a debate on whether the person is good for you or bad for but you we can also say that she doesn't fit the topic because this is a person that we can't say she didn't want to about, be in a relationship i'm, I'm not with. talking about her i'm talking about him he had he a wouldn't hold. let her he, go thank you he, it's the same topic he had a hold on her that he wouldn't let go and that's what i'm saying like but even that example who's to say he didn't want to be in a relationship with her he just saw an opportunity for her to get money that's why he sent her that way had but, it been but, another junkie that, like him but he may have been like hell no but that's what i'm talking about that's why i said there that's why i said from a guy standpoint there are going to be guys so now i'm just speaking from a guy standpoint that when you in a situation with a person and this person will 
go out of their way and give you the world. That's why that woman is in that scenario and vice versa with guys. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have this one person that's ride or die that you can depend on that you feel that you can depend on. It might not be right, but you feel you can depend on like there wasn't shit that he could do for her. You know what I'm saying? But that might not be true because for her emotionally, he did shit, just not financially. But emotionally, she just had a tie with him that she didn't have with her husband. You know what I'm saying? And then it's sometimes it's another, it's women that do that for guys. It's just a connection that women have with the guy and they just won't let it go. The guy could go want to be with another person, try to be with another person. But the minute he see her, that shit just diminish. Okay, so what's the point and why be in your relationship? If you have that type of connection with someone else, then maybe you just need to go be with that person. I don't I I want I don't get it. I don't feel like I could with good conscience as a good person sit here and say, "Well, yeah, I know this guy. I don't want to be with him, but I will not let him go." Meaning, I'm going to keep in touch over the years no matter who I have in my life. Um, you know, I'm just going to keep in contact and entangled really is what it is. You were, you're allowing yourself to be entangled with this person that you don't even want to be with. I think that's a pretty huge sacrifice based on the fact that you do love and want to be with someone else. You don't want to be with them, but you won't let them go. Doesn't that put your situation that you chose in jeopardy? It does. But at the end of the day, when people are in relationships for a long extended amount of times, um, I've often said you had a right to change your mind. Um, sometimes when women get young, they get married young at like 18, 19 years old. Now you fast forward 30 years or 20 years, whatever, um, later, and they don't feel the same way about their husband, but the person that they remember from college and stuff like that made them feel a certain way. And then they reach out to this person and then that butterfly of that old would have, could have, should have, just comes into play and some and for unfortunately some people risk it all i'm not saying like it's a reason for doing that i think that shit is crazy but if you look at statistics typically that's what happened i've seen a lot of women that's heading for divorce but before they stepping out the door they asking the person that they reached out to that they've known for years like well if i get rid of my husband you think it's a chance that me and you might give it so I get what you're saying, but do they really give a fuck is the, I don't is know. the, real, is the I, real question. But I think that's why that last, the last part of the sentence is so important. This is someone you clearly have decided you do not want to be with. So what is the point other than greed other than maybe feelings you haven't admitted to yourself? Some people are greedy. There though. have got to be... I, you have got, someone has got to call in, write in, you give me a good reason after you've made a decision that I don't want to be in a relationship with this person. What is a good reason to keep them around for what? I had a conversation with a lady that was, that was getting divorced and was on vacation and she happened to be going to see one of her little side pieces of shit like that. And I said to her, why you have me divorce your husband? Like, if you're doing all this, this maneuvering and shit, mm -hmm. and, like, why are, you, why are you here trying to fuck some side dude? Why you just don't get the divorce? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I no good ask explanation for it. Because I don't with, think that's a good with, answer. With, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to explain <coughs> to you. Like, people don't have good shit. Like, to me, she was cool with the situation. She might have been scared to get out of the situation. But in the meantime, I think some people hold on to the person they don't really want to trying to fill the person's slot before they completely jump out of the dead scenario. Because she did say, well, I'm not in this marriage. Like, emotionally, I'm gone. Emotionally, you're gone. But you finna go suck some dick. You finna go fuck. You finna go do all this shit. Then you gonna fly back to your husband, which y'all are not divorcing. You gonna suck his dick and fuck him too. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, does that make any goddamn sense instead of just signing the divorce paper? No. So mm -hmm. this is the reason why I was asking her, like, why you just don't dead your fucking husband instead of fucking, like, sneaking out of town and packing lingerie. Just get a divorce. Yeah, won't you just get a divorce? So when you when I asked those type of questions, she really didn't have a good answer. And I'm not even sure if you can get an answer to the question that you're asking right now. Because clearly she's hanging on to someone. Mm. She knows she's over with, which is her husband, trying to pursue another situation instead of just signing that dotted line and, and getting up out of there. Mm -hmm. So if I could really answer that question, I really would. And, I, and that's why I said, like, I think it's evenly yoked. I think men do it and women do it. Mm -hmm. They do it for different reasons. Sometimes men do it just for 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 sport, you know, un unfortunately, because we are conquerors. Sometimes it's like, I don't want nobody fucking her. Mm -hmm. I just want to fuck her. You know what I'm saying? So he keeps laying pipe to her because he just don't want nobody else fucking her. Mm -hmm. It's not that he love her. It's not that he want her. It's just that... He hasn't settled with the idea of someone else fucking her. So that's why he haven't let her go. Mm -hmm. So I could give you that angle. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I just gave you two, you know, two, two different angles. And some people might say, well, that's not right. I mean, what she was doing wasn't right. And what the guy doing ain't right. Mm -hmm. But it's the same thing to me. Well, I mean, we had a couple of comments when I actually posted the topic. Our first viewer... Um, Hulk says for inventory purposes that it's all I'm allowed to speak on uh, as far as this topic he's almost wanting to plead the fifth but he's saying for inventory reasons mm -hmm. and this is why I said if you want the answer if you want the answer to that question you have to be open to negative because there's not going to be anything positive I feel that comes out of that question because you have clearly decided, I don't want to be with her, but you don't hold on to her for reasons that are only selfish. Not only are you being selfish, a selfish person because you're trying to gain something that she's providing, but you're double selfish because how can she truly move on or how can he truly move on past someone that doesn't want to be with them? But they still answer the phone when that person calls. They still send money if that person asks. They still send in Texas. They're still doing a whole bunch of extra shit when it's clear that the relationship is dead. Or could it be that that person on the receiving end just does not believe the relationship is dead? That's the only excuse that I could use that somebody could say, well, Kana, that's not a negative because a woman could totally feel like in her heart that person is going to come back to me. And I can't say that's negative because that's a positive thought for that individual. So out of everything that we've talked about, if someone gave me that answer, well, I'm holding on and I'm letting him hold on because I just don't believe our relationship is dead. I would have to accept that answer. 
but that would be the only one that I would say was just a little positive. Hmm. Um, I will say this. Um, I do get what you're saying. Um, I think I watched this show called like College Friends or some shit like that. And it was about a whole bunch of friends that met each other on college. And you had two couples mm-hmm. that was fucking in college and they was fucking for like 20 years straight. Mm-hmm. Every time like all the group met up, these two snuck off somewhere mm-hmm. and they fucking and this and that. Mm-hmm. The husband found out and was like, hey, I, I want a divorce. And the very first thing that the dude did once he found out that her husband was going to get a divorce, he wanted to divorce his wife. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't say if that's right or wrong, because even though he was with his wife, he saw his opportunity as like, this is the person I've been always fucking. to be with. This is the person <clears throat> I always want to be with. And get what I'm saying? So to other people, they could be like, I don't know what that's selfish. That's fucked up. That's, you know he's what I'm saying? Selfish. But at the end of the day, I mean, he's really taking a page out of your book. He sees an opportunity and he don't owe, because he didn't know the husband. No, he, he didn't know the husband. He, you know, he didn't know the husband, mm-hmm. but he just saw his opportunity is, damn, this is like, they finna get a divorce. Like, mm-hmm. this is who I just really wanted to be with. And every summer we meet up and fuck, but that ain't good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, they carried that shit on, and I'm sitting there looking like, God damn, that long? It that don't that didn't make sense to me. That might make sense to them, mm-hmm. but that didn't make sense to me. I'm not really the type of person that goes into that true love, and this is the love of my life. So just pursue it to the end of time and shit like that. I mean, hey, if that's how you fucking feel, hey, more power to it. Mm-hmm. But. To me, I feel like people change. So to me, the, the reason why that shit was corny is because this ain't the same bitch that was 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 with you in college. I understand the connection y'all might have had, but y'all fucking full grown ass adults. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Life changed. She got kids. It, it's just like to me, that's just a b- big mess. You could have he could have left that shit as just fucking instead of blurting that and out usually to his wife. It- turns out that way usually it turns out there's just maybe a physical connection still and the emotional connection isn't there or the emotional connection is there and you do it and you find out well the physical connection definitely has changed over time so i still think in situations like that can still be looked at as positive in a sense because both people I get that, but you have to understand that both people in this situation still thought hypothetically that there was a shot at a relationship. And when if ever somebody's using that verbiage for me, mm-hmm. even though they might be in other entanglements, relationships, marriages, or whatever, mm-hmm. to me the word relationship altogether is healthy. I have to look at it as mm-hmm. a positive if it's done right. Mm-hmm. If this is a person that hey, I want to be, I want to be in a relationship with them. Then I have to give you all the credit in the world to think positively, no matter what you need to work through, even though it might be some mess. Mm-hmm. But when you have decided that you don't want to be with the person, then you are being a manipulator. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. And I haven't used that word the entire show, but that's where I'm going with it because that's the only thing that really makes sense. Mm-hmm. You are entangled with a person you have already decided. I'm never gonna go back to this person. She's not so my would type. You, would you consider everything? That, but w- but so you consider the situation that I just talked about manipulation? You no, had, not them because it, it but they manipulated they, they manipulated their spouses. And that's the end but of the they story. weren't manipulating each other. But that's the end of the story. They did manipulation. See, this is the thing that I want to clarify. 
Like, but we're when, talking about the two people, that's not cool. the other people I, involved. I cool, but guess what? Just like what you just said about the topic. The topic is why are you holding on to someone that you ain't going to let go that you know you don't want to be with. You understand what I'm saying? So it ain't no different. That's still manipulation. Just because those two people want to be with each other, both of them in situations where they're sneaking off fucking and they got they're both of them are married. So that's manipulation instead yes, of just instead of just letting it go. So you finna come home with dick on your breath and then kiss your husband. Tell my oh baby, I missed you. I've been thinking about you all day. <laughs> that ain't manipulation. That deserves two black eyes. Sunny side up. Like that's ma- that's manipulation. I'm a play and devil's even, advocate. And even, and even for the for the woman, that's and, and, and even for the man, same thing. You painted a, a scenario that yes, in itself, if you're having sex, sucking someone's dick, and then you go home and say, "I miss you so much, love you," <laughs> kiss your husband in the mouth. Yeah, you <clears throat> painted a scenario that, that happens is, all the time. <laughs> I get it. I do get it. I do get it. But I have to play devil's advocate here and say, if that woman is in love with those two people and have decided that she could potentially be in a relationship with either or, her intentions are not bad. Her actions are horrible. The intent is, oh, my God, I love two people. Just like we have sat here and argued, a man could definitely love two people. You just get out of the relationship with your baby mom. That just because you left her on Monday doesn't mean you don't love her on Friday. Sorry. That does also doesn't mean you don't meet someone else that attracts you and that you start a relationship with. Your The love for your baby mama just don't go away. It doesn't change overnight. Six months in, you could probably say, damn, I'm finally getting over her. But it takes time. Just because you jump into a relationship with someone else doesn't mean your emotions just go down the fucking toilet with your shit. It doesn't work that way. So that's why I'm saying you're right. It's a negative scenario. She dead ass wrong. But what I'm saying is it is totally possible for this person to be in love with two people. Therefore, her intent is different. A person who says, no, I don't want to be with that fat ass bitch, but she paying me $500 every two weeks, so I'm going to fuck with her. That's manipulation. You don't love her. You don't want to be with her. You're keeping contact with her for what? The woman that's going back and forth says, I love him and love him too. What the fuck am I going to do? Love is altogether a positive place to be, but her situation is fucked up. Two different things. What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Mm-mm. What's love? <laughs> that is bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. Like, it's crazy to me. Like, when women get on their shit, it's suffice for them. God. But when it's not when it, that, every week. Paint that, paint that scenario for a man. See, the man should go. No, I didn't ask you. I, this was rhetorical. You paint that scenario for a man, it's going to be bullshit all across the board. Baby, you know what I'm saying? I love you, but I love her too. You know what I'm saying? I can but deal I, with I that. I let you talk. I let you bloviate. <laughs> it's my turn. Let me, let me, let me get this in. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you, you, like you always say, like, there's nothing wrong with the woman doing this and that. But if this scenario was in reverse, the man would be all kind of like this. That's fucked up, and I don't understand that shit. Not and to that me. shit, and that, I know it don't, but it under it makes sense for you for the woman. Like that's complete horseshit. You love me, and you love someone else. 
if you love me, don't come on with dick on your breath. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't love to me. Do not love me like that. I don't want no parts of that shit. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that shit. I'm sorry. That ain't love to me. That's manipulation. Because the bitch just left Tyrone house. And then she coming in my house acting like nothing wrong. You want something to eat, baby? And all this type of shit. Shucking and jiving and shit with me. And kiss me in the mouth. And hugging me and shit. Are you fucking crazy? Like... That ain't love. I All get right. what you're saying. I think, listen, listen to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that she is not wrong. I'm saying that everything at the end of the day, I believe for my beliefs in my heart that everything will boil down to intent. People are in fucked up marriages, situations. They do bad things all the time. I'm saying that if your answer is truly love, which is a positive then we can work through it because you're at, at your at the core of your belly. You are not out to destroy. You are just in a fucked up situation. I'm not saying the, the situation isn't bad. Mm -hmm. So basically, let's take this from the man's perspective. If I caught my man in a courtship with an old girlfriend and I said, tell me what the fuck is going on. Why won't the bitch go away? And he told me, look. I can't let her go because there are feelings there. There are unresolved feelings. I have feelings for her. I love her. Do you? Yes, I'm going to be destroyed. Yes, I'm going to talk shit. But at the end of the day, I cannot take that away from someone else. I can't take your emotions away. You feel how the fuck you feel. That's right. I think it's a big mistake Man, when I'm we be going you. off the deep end. And yeah. that's something that you can't change. How someone feels about someone, someone else is how the fuck they feel. I'm telling you that I can sit down and have an intelligent conversation, though it may hurt and though I may cry. I respect a motherfucker that'll say that other than. Yeah, I fuck with Shorty. I don't love Shorty. I don't want to be with Shorty. She ain't my type. I don't even dig her like that. But the bitch is, is on your hip for five, six years. That don't, I don't respect no shit like that. Mm -hmm. Tell me you've got feelings for Shorty, at least. Make it make sense that the bitch won't go away. Don't tell me she ain't your type and she get on your nerves and all this bullshit. But the bitch riding with you back and forth. For years after year after year, it's not making sense. It's not adding up. So the only thing that's going to make sense to me is truth. And if the truth is you got feelings, I'd rather that than the other. I'd rather deal with someone who's saying I'm real and this is how I feel rather than be a manipulating asshole and be greedy when that doesn't make any sense to me. Love makes sense. Greed doesn't. Y'all listen to Kane and y'all want to. You walk through that motherfucking house talking about, I just can't let him go. You gonna wake up in the hospital. I don't give a fuck about none of that truth shit. I appreciate the shit, the consequences with the fuck you gonna be dealing with. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit that you talking about. Truth or not. You was at that nigga house? You was sucking that nigga dick? You was fucking that nigga? You gonna wake up somewhere. Ditch, <laughs> hospital, whatever of your choosing. And if you a phenomenal woman, I got I you. With him right now. It is what you. It is what you want. But it's gonna be some motherfucking bitches in this motherfucking um. In this, looking at this telecast right now, they don't agree with you, and they will try to put some hot grits on they nigga. Of course. Like, you know what? I don't care how much. Hold on. I don't care how much truth you tell. I get what you're saying. You're talking about doing the moral thing. Doing the right I, thing. I, I, I get you. But the thing about that is, 
there's a lot of people that outnumber you and they ain't doing the right thing. <laughs> See, you gave the scenario that in a clear, good, wholesome world with lucky charms, that <laughs> that shit will work out. But I'm willing to bet bottom dollar. This is the reason why some motherfuckers getting up missing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's really because at the end of the day, if you pick somebody that's bummish, and that's why I bring that up. A lot of times, that's why I say it has to be good home training. They avoid shit like that. Mm -hmm. They avoid being in those entanglements and drawing out shit for years and don't let themselves be participating in shit like that. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what I'm saying. It's like, I, I can understand every reason why some people do it. That shit that you talking about, well, I don't know, shorty, it's just because he just ain't telling you the truth. That's all that's, all that's boiled down to. He might have the feelings, but he's just not telling you the truth side. Because most people feel like his intent, what you just said, is I don't want to hurt you. You understand what I'm saying? So really, his intent is still the same thing of what you was talking about anyway. He's saying, I don't care about shorty. I don't, I don't fuck with her like that. I don't rock with her because his intent is not, not to, to hurt, hurt you. Yeah. It, it, but somebody still gets hurt. <laughs> for sure. Why this trash But I will tell you this. You're going to wake up in a trash can. I do this. <laughs> One thing about me is I try to be as transparent as possible. And my mom watches the show, my aunts, uncles, whether they're ex boyfriends. I have a lot of people that watch this show. And there's one guy that I have taken money from in my past. It was clear, and I wasn't having sex with him. It was very clear to him what he was doing because I made it clear. I cannot be with you. I don't want to be with you. If you have my time, which is my conversation, it's going to cost you some money. And it took me a, a long time to say that because I felt like when I thought it, well, damn, that sounds like a prostitute. It does. Okay. <laughs> and it does. I, it, it certainly does. And, and, but this is what it is. I would rather put myself in that position and say that no matter how uncomfortable it was, rather than to make this person believe that there was a chance in hell I would ever be with him. That sounds good, but the thing, the problem... That's with, just how I get down. The problem was wrong with that is that's called manipulation, too. Some of that... How? Shit, I'm finna tell you how. Because you, just like you just said, you can't control how another motherfucker feel. So if he feel like it's a shot regardless of whatever the fuck you saying. See, the thing about people is like, I can tell an ex of mine, look, man, I done moved on. You know what I'm saying? I love that girl. Like, we gonna get married and shit like that. And you know what I met with? I met with, that shit ain't gonna work out. You know you missed this. What we had was amazing. And that's the same example as you taking money. See, the thing is, if you don't, if you don't stop taking the money, which is the manipulation, that is the clear sign. That is what says, damn, I don't have a shot. But if somebody want to just give you something, <laughs> there you go. somebody just wants to give you something, then you want me to be noble? Yo, you want me now to be noble? Now you don't want to do the right thing. <laughs> 
Now you don't want to do the right thing. You want everybody else to do the right thing. But now you don't want to do the right thing. All right, Spike Lee. <laughs> but let the record show that oh, I have not taken any money God. in a very long time. We're going to switch topics, guys. When do you reach your I don't want to hear that shit level? And when is it constructive versus deconstructive? You know, I got mad recently. And then I was like, you know what? I should, I just, I'm at the point where I should not give a fuck. But I was looking at it not as a negative. There are two, there is, I don't give a fuck. And there is, you know, I just don't give a fuck. And it's like the, I just don't give a fuck thing is self. I think it's self-preservation because certain things raise your stress, which is harmful biologically. It does harm. So when you get to that point, it's kind of like, is it worth high blood sugar? Is it worth depression? Is it worth this motherfucking tension headache that I'm about to have? Is it worth any of that? And my answer recently was just no. I'm not going to give it that. I'm just not going to do it. Done. And that's why I said, but that's constructive because that's a positive to me. And the reason why I was a positive is because I, even though I was in a bad mood, I checked myself as hours went by and I became my happy go lucky self again because now if I'm deciding that, hey, fuck it, I don't give a fuck, I can't let it affect the day or the people that I'm dealing with either. So that's why I'm thought, you know what? This could be destructive or constructive. It doesn't always have to be a bad thing to say, I don't want to hear that shit. I just don't want to talk about it. I don't want to address it because no matter what the person says to you in defense, no matter what the reason was, no matter what the topic is, it's still going to be there and it's still going to be hurtful. It's still going to be painful and it's still going to cause me a certain amount of grief that, you know what, I don't deserve. I deserve to be happy every single day because I didn't do anything wrong. So I'm thinking to myself, why am I going to let another person's fuck up mess with my fucking mood? I want to be fucking happy Kana today, so I'm going to be happy fucking Kana today. And I'm not going to let that person control me or my mood or my day based on something that they fucked up and did. And so I thought to myself, wow, that is really a grown up thing and it's a constructive thing. So it's two sides to I don't want to hear that shit. On whose side? On my side just recently, it was a positive. It was a constructive thing, not a destructive thing. So I, the, the question was posed, first of all, when do you reach that level? It's a two-part question. When do you reach the level of, I don't want to hear that shit? And the second part is, is that attitude constructive or deconstructive? And I definitely think for me, this is the first time in my life that I felt like it was a constructive thing. It was a positive thing, not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. For the first time in, a, in, in my whole entire life. I can see that. I often ask people, particularly women, what do they consider constructive? Because a lot of times, they they think everything is constructive. (laughs) And that is the goddamn thing. And it's because I feel a lot of times, when you're talking about people in general, a lot of people like to have one-way conversations, mm-hmm. uh, one-way like answers. Like no matter what the fuck you say, it just ain't gonna be good enough. Uh-huh. Like you can, like a lot of times I hear women that be like, "Well, I'm not this way," 
and I don't treat you like this. You know, why do I feel like I have to be treated like this? I understand that. Now you have to evaluate your relationship. Because in a relationship, you have people who wear the pants and then some who don't wear the pants. And then we have this thing called life where it's like some shit just ain't fair. Is it <laughs> is it because two different people can move two different ways. I could be constructive all day just because I move militant and I'm aware of my surroundings and stuff like that. And if the person that I'm with don't move like that, they're going to make a bunch of damn mistakes. They are going to go left without thinking and then turn to me and be like, I didn't mean to make that left. It, it, I just moved too quick. And then I could say in a constructive way, <laughs> but did you think before you made that left, that sent us down this wrong highway, <laughs> the wrong way, <laughs> and then you didn't realize it for 20 miles? <laughs> like, <laughs> I could let this upset me. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember, I, could, I could let this shit just just fuck my whole day up but see I tend not to do that because I am an emotional person and I'll be like you know what fuck it God but that's will. because and he just did it you know what fuck it you did that because your experience with this person has been the same over and over and over and over again no. so that's the first part of the question when do you get to that point haven't you told this person before to pay attention to their surroundings? Haven't you told this person that they need to keep their head on swivel? Haven't you turned and told this person to put their phone down and not to smoke before they leave the house? You've said certain things to this person preparing them for the journey. So when you said, man, fuck it, it was because you've said all that shit and they still made the left when they were supposed to go right. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm not evaluating them. I'm actually evaluating myself because <laughs> I'm I'm saying, saying what is wrong with me? <laughs> I'm really evaluating my choice. <laughs> the person that that every so often I like to watch old shows. One in particular oh, show that God. I was watching is called The Boondocks. I'm quite sure some of y'all might be familiar with it. Some might not be familiar with it. There's a character on there called a pimp named Slickback. Yes, you say the whole thing. A pimp named Slickback. Now, there's another character on there by the name of Tom. Tom happened to just lose his girl, supposedly, to Usher on that show. And know what, know what Slickback told him? He said... You got to hit the bitch, Tom. And he was like, why? <laughs> he was like, I don't really feel like I have to do that. And he said something that was real interesting to me. He was like, has not hitting the bitch work for you? And that's... <laughs> and that's... That, what is wrong that, with you? That part that you was talking about when you was like, see, you just said, fuck it. <laughs> no, what I was thinking in my mind was... Has not hidden the bitch work <laughs> at that particular moment. So that is why I had to say fuck it. <laughs> you need serious but rare. But what I'm saying, in all seriousness, like in those type of type of scenarios, it is all about situations. It is all about how you look at those scenarios. And for me, I tend to put myself in that scenario and say, you know. 
I wouldn't do that so often. I always grab a wheel. And then I get complaints from that. Well, you don't ever want to let me drive. Because the last time that we had I let you drive, we got hit by a cement truck. After you told me, I drive all in New York and I know how to whip this thing and all this other type shit. Five minutes later, ba-boom. So sometimes you just got to know how to take the wheel. Oh my God, I really cannot with you right now. But anyways, I cannot. But that was still a great example of someone who felt like, okay, I'm at, even though it was a light example, it made us all laugh, it made us all feel good. And it was a great example of how someone could be at their rope as far as this person has decided to take that route over and over again. Mm -hmm. Ask them not to do it. They just have decided that this is what they want to do. So I think that's just answering the first part of the question. Mm -hmm. For me, that's when I reach my, I just don't want to hear it no more. Because Mm -hmm. you're going to keep giving me the same answers that mean nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's when the level is reached. Now, whether it's constructive or deconstructive, I think depends on the person Okay, that's in the situation okay, what level they at mm-hmm. now you talking about slapping a bitch so I mean I don't know like I know that's destructive okay, first of all, I know that's not constructive <laughs> okay so first of all for people that's watching the show my name is not a pimp man <laughs> slick my name is say it with me now alpha male G-O-D <laughs> so give me an example of constructive deconstructive go ahead I mean well it, I just did if you felt like hey I don't give a fuck that's this construct. Yeah, I don't want to hear that shit, bitch. And she fucked. I don't want to hear that shit. And what are we having for dinner tonight? That's constructive. So one of those are deconstructive, <laughs> and one of those is constructive. I'm trying to figure out what does the meal got to do with this? <laughs> it's an example of being able to say, "I don't want to hear it," but let's eat. It, it's not stopping the show. It's not whatever. I don't want to talk about it because guess what? Dinner needs to be on the table at 7. Kind of want to have sex tonight and I got to be up at 7.30. There's just uh, so much shit going on. You know what I'm saying? That's your real reason. That's now, not the real reason. Now we, now we got that's this. That's not true. I knew suddenly. That I'm, is not true. I knew, the meal, I, knew the meal, I knew the meal that had nothing to do with it. We got to the real thing. It's like I got to feed them because I need some dick tonight. That's what the real was, because I got to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Got you. All right. I, I knew, because I was like, this ain't making no type of sense. You are such a tool. South male G-O-D, baby. It's not true. I'm just saying that we have a life to get to. This came out of your mouth. It ain't come out of my mouth. I'm just mouth. saying you're taking advantage of the things that I'm saying. You're taking my words, and you're twisting them around. Nah, I'm a lawyer. <laughs> no, I'm twisting for real. shit around. It's for real. And I think the woman actually proves in those arguments to be the bigger person. Because she has decided, you know what? If I fight with this motherfucker, not I. We don't know. I don't know what I'm eating. I'm eating by myself. He eating by himself. But that's gonna defeat the person. That's gonna make you even more mad if he grab his wallet and leave and then come home with Chick Fil A and you ain't got shit to eat. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it it ends up being a deeper rabbit hole for you if you really have decided that I don't want to hear that shit then you have to take the initiative to fall right back into the rhythm you would have been in had, had they not done what they did to you. 
If you can't fit back into that pocket, then you don't really not give a fuck. You give a fuck because now you're letting it affect how you talk to him. You're letting it affect your, the dinner that's usually on the table. You're letting it affect your whole entire being, but you're using the phrase, I don't give a fuck. That's not true. You definitely give a fuck if in fact it's fucking up everything else you got going on. To truly be constructive and not give a fuck, you have to go back to your regular schedule program. That's all I'm saying. And I'm certainly saying that women could probably exercise that a little bit more. I'm not saying better. I think we could do it more because mm. I just admitted mm. it was my first time being able to do it. Mm. Especially when something is presently, currently mm. bothering me <clears throat> that I have spoke about a million fucking times. <laughs> a million and one times. You can't lie and say it doesn't upset you, mm. but you can certainly decide that there's nothing you're ever going to be able to do to change it if you've tried a million times. Just like you say on the show, well, damn, you keep fishing from the same pond, you're going to keep catching the same fucking fish. So if I keep asking you the same motherfucking question, you keep giving me the same answer but doing the same bullshit, then what is the point? Why do I keep asking you to do it? Why not just care? Why not just release all care of that? It's called being in, being in a no-lose-win situation. It's actually called losing the war. And that's just what that really is. How is it losing the war? I actually am winning the war. No, you're actually not winning the war. It's because you saying fuck it because you ain't going to get no dick at the end of the night. Because you at 7 o'clock in the morning. That is what you said. But I understand what you're saying. But the reason, I'm, the reason you are losing the war, like... Let me give you an example of some shit, okay? The reason most women sometimes get out of fuck it mode is because they can't change the outcome anyway. They can scream. They can cry. They can scream at the top of their lungs. They can do all this shit. Matter of fact, this, was shit, this shit was so crazy, and I'm not sure how many of people have seen this shit because I saw this shit posted online. I saw this post where this woman was uh, apparently... By reading it, it was like um, the boyfriend was late picking her up, mm -hmm. and the woman comes outside. The boyfriend is sitting on sitting on the passenger side. I, you know, I guess she was finna drive. She walks up and she throws um like a water bottle at the the side of the the driver's door, and you see her screaming, "You late again!" and all this type of shit. And she opens the door and jumps on the top part, and with both feet. She swung in and kicked him to the side of the other window. <laughs> Fuck. Now I'm sitting here saying to myself, what kind of man <laughs> is allowing this type of shit going on? But apparently she knew what kind of man that she he had. Was. You know what I'm saying? So in that particular situation, it was like that was her fuck it moment. Like, you keep picking me up late. <laughs> so her result was, yeah. I'm finna put feet on you, not even hands, just both feet. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And she just kicked in the door. Right. Now, that's uh, an extreme level of... <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, uh, now uh, I don't want to uh, hear uh, that uh, shit. Uh, 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 fuck it. And yeah, and yeah. I don't want to hear it. But it's a lot of men ain't going for that type of shit because I was looking at the comments and some women was like, if I ever... Tried that to my man. I would die. <laughs> we down <on> spot. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that that's why I said sometimes when you're in a no win situation, which is a losing battle, that's some of the reason why some people will say fuck it. Mm -hmm. Because 
it's not a winning scenario. Like sometimes women say to me, and it's been women who I date. It's been women I've been involved with and stuff like that. And they'll say shit like, well, you can open up my phone. Like, I don't have nothing in my phone. Um, I'm an open book or whatever the case may be. I don't choose to open up nobody's phone. Like, I don't care. I, I, I'm not hired for that. I'm, I'm not an, uh, a private eye investigator. I get all that. If you want to do it, that's fine. And then you have women that because they did that, they want the same in return. Now, the question is, do you really want to look in there? Some women think they do, <laughs> but they really don't. And guess what? The outcome is still the same. Because the only person that's going to be hurt, <clears throat> crying, in the corner, screaming at the top of their lungs, <laughs> and all that shit, mm -hmm. just to not let their man go, is you. Yeah. So the real question is, is this constructive or, or de deconstructive? And that's, that's, that's pretty much the role that I was describing, especially if you've decided, well, hey, I'm not going to, you're not going to leave the person. Exactly. So it's kind of to destroy or be destructive really doesn't make any sense. But I also thought to myself in that moment that being constructive is also showing your best self. And when you are showing your partner your best self, when your partner is being a piece of shit, it hit different. It hit way different when you look in the mirror, when you know you're doing fucked up shit and your partner is giving you the best version of themselves. That's when the shit hit different. And that you guys would have to deal with. So we're going to go into the tap in. Let us know if you've dealt with that situation before. Make sure you tap in by emailing spadeperry at gmail.com, whether it's a question or a comment about something you've heard or about something you're going through, like uh, the current tap in that we have. This was a specific tap in that I kind of took to heart. This particular girl said that she had an ugly vagina <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah, she said that it is super ugly she's super insecure about it but she said that the one thing that she gets all the time is that it's super wet and it's super good so her question to me and you was do men actually look at the vagina. Yeah. Do you look at it to look pretty? Do you look at it? Are you look like, you know, when you're looking for a body, you know what you're looking for. You know, she have a shape. You're looking at, there are certain things you're looking at. So when you undress a woman, are there certain things that you're looking for as far as the vagina that you are going to truly pay attention to and maybe have an opinion about? Gotcha. Prior to 2019, I would say that those men that way, absolutely not. See, women were able to hide, they, as you put it, vagina. Back then, because they had a whole bunch of fucking hair on it. You know what I'm saying? But 2000 this way, you can't help but look and see this shit. You know what I'm saying? There's some interesting shit out here. I, let me tell you, it very much is. Because see, the thing about like, um, like waxed vagina, shaved vagina, Big clitoral vagina and um, long clitoris vagina. Long and body counts. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the things that some men 
tend to look at. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I did have a situation where I remember taking this girl panties off. And I'm the type of person, I, I, I call them, I don't really know what they call, I call them like pussies that's cupped. Like, they, they look like a cup. You, you got to kind of open that shit up. You know, I kind of like like it to look like that. Took her panties down and it went just like this. Oh, no. It fell open? Yeah, it fell open. Now, the thing about that type of shit, right, that is, I don't really care oh how God. big you are. <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> yeah. So, the answer to her question is, it can feel good. It could be real wet. It can be all those things. But imagine looking at a dick. You know, like women, some women don't like uncircumcised dicks. Yes, those are it, very ugly. You know, the dick can be good, but y'all worried about how it look. Well, guess what? <laughs> we care how that shit looks too. <laughs> yeah, but the difference is I won't have sex with a person that's uncircumcised. You will have sex with a girl with an ugly vagina, won't you? No, I will not. Because when that shit did that <laughs> That shit well, I will not. <laughs> I said put those back up. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that it's not men out here that won't. I'm just saying for me, I like a pretty pussy. You know, and so I don't particularly like to see some shit that look like it's been in beat up or in a, a been in locker and been in WrestleMania nineteen twenty thousand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't like to see shit like that. You know, it's a it's a reason now why you know you see all this shave poudre. You know what I'm saying? And we like it that way for a reason. So please, you know what I'm saying? Keep it looking good. So well, yes, we do have it. <laughs> we look and we want you to keep it looking in and we also want you to keep on tuning in. This is Kana Lassiter for Relations. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and IG at Kana Lassiter. And I want to thank everybody for joining on Podbeans. Please follow and subscribe to the YouTube channel every Friday. We're coming out at 8 p.m. You're going to miss out on some of these good goddamn topics. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you can find me on both platforms. Twitter and IG is 51 Spade. Always send us in a tap in. And if you're looking for the shirts, it's alphamilgodcreations.com. And like I always say about this time, 